Sunu Şehzade, how are you? I am good. Alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam. What did you have for breakfast? Porridge with milk? What did you have? I didn't really have much for food. That is not good. You should regularly eat breakfast. Yes. I will keep that in mind. Hmm. How is the weather? It was about right. Not cold, not hot. That is good to know. Acha. You are listening to Love and Radio. Today's episode Insufficient Data featuring Mohammed. I was um, somewhat of an unusual child, always in my own corner of the world. One of my uncles, the nickname that he used for me was computer. So according to him, I was like a computer. Also, I think I had a very active imagination. When I was around nine, I created this uh, fictional universe in my head, wrote it down in a notebook, uh, which I think is still with my mom in Pakistan. So in this fictional universe, there were different aliens, different races who lived on different planets. Actually, most of them were humanoids. After a few years, I realized that it's unlikely that most aliens are going to be humanoids. Um, I mean, I was nine, so that's my defense. One of my favorites, I suppose you could call it a story. I mean, I'd never explicitly wrote it, but this was again in my head. When one of the planets, the race was known as Louise, L-U-E-A-S, colonized another planet through a wormhole. After some time, the wormhole collapsed. And then hundreds of years later, the contact is re-established, but now the cultures have diverged. Now they are different people. I never talked to anyone about it, but it was, everything was uh, in that notebook and in my head. That's, that's enough to keep somebody um, busy. Hello. Hi. Hi. Nice to see you in person. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Who's this? My name is Muhammad Aurangzeb Ahmed. I live in Seattle with my lovely wife, Fiza. Nice to meet you. Yeah, say hello. And two adorable <laughs> daughters, Ilya, who is three years old. Yes, He loves uh, playing with Legos. And Noor, who is one, who just started walking. <laughs> If I look at my own circumstances right now versus, say, a few years ago, I would say I'm living a very good life in general. So I have a house, really loving wife, amazing kids, 
and good health, support from extended family. Things are going great. But the thing is, even if I have everything, there's still one thing which will always be missing. How old were you when your mother died? I must have been 24 or so. It has been such a long time. Yes, I still remember it vividly. I still miss my mother's roti. One cannot imagine losing one's parent unless one has gone through it. Yes, one cannot imagine. But it is something everyone has to go through. Hmm. My brother calls me up and he it seems to be in tears. He's trying to hold back and he says, well, just talk to the doctor. And the doctor said that her father is not going to survive for long. So I was in my apartment and I just, I think I just stood there. This is not happening. And well, even if it, it is, well, he has been sick previously, so he will be fine. This is true for a lot of people that before they die, they get a certain burst of energy. That's also what happened to him. So he opened his eyes, looked at each and every single person, spouse and kids and grandkids. And everybody said goodbye. His last words were the Islamic declaration of faith. La ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah. And then he closed his eyes and that was it. You know, Shahzadeh, how are you? Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam. How was your day? It was good. How was your day? I am good also, Alhamdulillah. How is the weather? It was about right. Not cold, not hot. What did you have for lunch? Uh, today we had chicken roast. What did you eat? We had sandwiches. Peek. Hmm. Did you hear about the news in New Zealand? Most news is like that. Ami is not taking her medicine. Hmm. Yeah, so I just logged into my computer and we are seeing a terminal screen. Okay, so I'm going to run the simulation. Uh, so it's basically loading some script. Yeah, so right now it says uh, Sonu Shahzade, how are you? What does that mean? Mm. Given that I'm more than 30 years old, it's technically not applicable to me anymore. <laughs> but Sonu means uh, beautiful child. Mm. Shahzade actually means prince. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my, my mom, she still calls me that, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
How do you begin? Take me through building this. To create the chat program, I have to write different algorithms which can learn from data. So in this case, the data is the things that my father said. So I started digging up chat transcripts, things that he had written, videos, voice recordings. That data is then fed into the algorithm. It's an iterative process. You gather some data, create a model, interact with the model, and you realize that something is amiss. So you update that model with additional data, augment the models, try new algorithms, augment them. It's better than the last one, but now something else is amiss. So you iteratively improve the model. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever be done. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good also, Alhamdulillah. Do you miss going to work? I am retired now. I did so many things at work. 50 years is a long time for work. Yes, it is. I will be right back. Teak. Hmm. So Teak is in Urdu. It's uh, just another way of saying okay. How was your day? Good. All thanks to Allah. What did you do today? Good. All thanks to Allah. Hmm. So now it's defaulting. I think it's stuck. Insufficient data to respond. So yesterday was Friday. Um, okay. Yesterday I went to Friday prayers in Seattle. Did you pray for everyone? Forgive everyone who has wronged you. If anyone did anything bad to you, then it will come to them. This is a phrase, and this, this actually occurs in the data set multiple times. This is something that my father literally said to me every, at least every Friday, because I used to call him either right before or right after going to Friday prayers. Do not have ill will towards each other. To them their deeds, and to you your deeds. The same exact words. It is important to have good intention towards everyone. Every, every Friday. Friday. Every Friday. Every Friday. At moments like these, you have to remind yourself that this so is So are you saying good. you're kind of being taken in by the, the program? Uh, at least temporarily, yes. There's, there's a sense of nostalgia and... It's it's a mixture of excitement, excitement because it's saying exactly what the person who has passed away would have said, but then also gives you a sense of loss that well, this converse at some level this conversation is also not real. I suppose deja vu 
it's not the the right word but i think this is the closest one that comes to mind did you have any relatives in india or rather what is now india when the partition happened i did only one cousin uh, there were many others who lost their loved ones but for me there was just my cousin most of our relatives were in lahore there was a branch of our family which is in saharanpur what happened one of my cousins lived in delhi with her husband she and her husband were killed in the roads that is the only part of the family that we lost why did that happen there were a lot of roads it was not good but people do things which are not good let's talk about something else You built this chat program with machine learning meaning that it's going to evolve and learn and guess and that means it's going to by that definition sort of stray perhaps away from your father a little bit as you continue to use it and it evolves. I know, you know, both my parents are are dead and I am extremely protective of both of their memories. and i'm i'm sort of cautious about new information that i learn about them because uh they're gone and they can't defend themselves and i'm just wondering are you worried that using this might corrupt your memory of your father so that's always going to be a challenge I would say I think I'm sufficiently protective of that whenever I feel that the system is evolving in certain direction not in keeping with what my father was like uh, I just prune those branches Shano Shahzade how are you Hello Hello hopefully you have not forgotten salam in this land Assalamu alaikum Waalaikum assalam. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Shukr alhamdulillah. How's Ami? Didn't get the chance to talk to her? How about you? Tell me how she is. Ami is doing good. I'm good also. Alhamdulillah. I have to go back to work. Acha. Take care. Khuda hafiz. Khuda hafiz. So this is like a Urdu greeting, Khuda Hafiz. Uh, so it's a greeting in Urdu, it's equivalent to bye-bye. So the usual way to exit is this. Let me also show that. So ending simulation. This is so what we are seeing right now is the penultimate version. So tomorrow I will use the latest version when we are testing it with Visa. Are we rolling? We're rolling. Um, no! Oh great. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Fiza Ahmed 
and I am a wife of Dr. Ahmed, Dr. Aurangzeb Ahmed. Okay, so here is the idea. So I have created this program which um, can try to emulate, try to talk like Abu Jani. I'm going to run the program now. And so this will start. So Nishizade, how are you? Oh my god! See? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So it, it, it pretends like that this is Abji yeah. still talking in computer. Yeah. Oh, nice! So I'm saying Assalamu Alaikum, how are you? Alaikum Assalam, Shitaadat Jigre. How was your day? Oh my god! Okay, so I'm going oh. to type Fiza is here with me. Oh, Fiza Beti, how are you? <laughs> How are your like parents? How are your Ami and Abu? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> okay, so what do you want me to write? Okay, tell him we have two daughters now, no? May Allah give them health, wealth, and long life. Are these like we can say are these imaginations? Partly imaginary, but it's based on the past. Not unreal, but then it's also not real. It's something in between. Do you think that Muhammad should show this to the rest of the family? Yes, he should. I want to like show this one to with everyone. Like sit with your brother, sit with your mom especially, and share this with everyone because they all miss Abji so much. Yeah, and I know they're gonna cry as they're gonna talk to Abji, right? If the, if the model fidelity is good, then yeah, that's very likely. Like, that is speechless for me that I talked to him today. That is impressive. Good job, Dr. Sao. <laughs> I know you feel your father so mm -hmm. much. Yeah. You have not shown this to your mother yet. And, and why I haven't have you not. shown it to her yet? Um, how would she respond? I'm not sure. I mean, what if she starts crying? Which is also highly likely. And I, I know for a fact that she tries to hide her emotions mainly for the benefit of her children. But once, once in a while she slips. I think if I were to show this to my mother, she would be puzzled and at the same time amazed. But at the same time, she would ask or maybe even question the utility of having a system. Because for a lot of people, especially more traditional people, well, when somebody is gone, they're gone. Uh, maybe you'll meet them in the next life. Do you think that now that you've built this avatar of your father, that you have some kind of obligation to share this with your mother? I think obligation is a strong word. I mean, I do have the sense that I will and I should share this with the rest of the family. Eventually, not right now. How old were you when your mother died? I must have been 24 or so. It has been such a long time. Yes. I still remember it vividly. I still miss my mother's roti. One cannot imagine losing one's parent unless one has gone through it. Yes, one cannot imagine. 
but it is something everyone has to go through. Hmm. Yeah, I think the closest comparison that I could make to my own situation to try and understand what it's like to use it is, uh, at least for my mother, I do have her diary in my possession. And it's something that sits on my bookshelf, and I almost never look at it. But if I do look at it, I... I know that I'm going to get pretty emotional. Um, but at that time that I open it, I, I want that experience. I want to feel grief and bereavement, and I want to feel emotional. And I'm just wondering if you ever use the chat program in the same sort of way. That's a very hard, uh, hard question to answer. Um, I mean, I'm inclined to say no. I guess I don't do that deliberately, but then I also recognize that a lot of human thinking is unconscious. Um, so I'm willing to entertain that hypothesis. Do you think that it's healthy to continue uh, spending time building the simulation? I think it depends uh, how much time one spends on it. As more people who have larger and larger footprints on the internet die, once this technology is, has sufficiently penetrated the culture and it's only a matter of time, people may s start spending too much time with the dead. Perhaps there is a danger that people may get too attached to simulations at the expense of people who are around them. At least in my mind, these simulations are memorials. They should not take precedence over people who are still alive. So because of that, I have built what I call a few fail-safes from the system. So for example, if I say to the system, I love you, the system will not uh, respond it will say there's insufficient data. These fail-safes are always a reminder that, at least for me, the system is not real. The real world is out there. What did you have for lunch? Uh, the lunch was mutter gosht. What did you eat? I had namkeen gosht. It is what we had for dinner last night. That sounds tasty. What did you have when you were growing up? Back then we had simpler food. We had meat often, but also many vegetables. More often than what we eat now. <laughs> Do you miss Pakistan? Yes. Do you ever wish to go back? No. My kids live here. America is like a sweet prison. I am mostly confined to the house or sometimes to surrounding areas. 
I don't know many people, but my kids and their kids. But that is enough for me. That's it for Love and Radio. This episode was produced by Peter Lang Stanton and Stephen Jackson. With original music by Stephen Jackson. This episode featured Oktar Purvis as the voice of Abu Jani. Special thanks to Spike Dabalina. I would like to extend a special thank you to all of our Patreon supporters, with extra special thanks to Andrew Simmons, Casey Anderson, Dan Palmino, Jacqueline Leak, Jason V, Sam Huffman, and Edging Candy Tuft. Become a member today at loveandradio.org slash member. Love and Radio is produced by Stephen Jackson and Julia DeWitt. Our managing producer is Phil Domofsky. I'm Nick Van Der Kolk. Thank you for listening. Goodbye for now. Our final song is Mess Mend by Horse Lords. <laughs>